0: I'm gonna talk about hope this morning. Advent is a season of expectation. The word Advent actually com- means uh, uh, the coming, uh, the, the arrival. It's, it's a season where we both remember and where we practice waiting. Uh, and so this first week of Advent is particularly talking about the waiting aspect and expectation, it's talking about hope. Um, this the song we just got through singing, uh, O Come, Emmanuel, I, I think it gives the, the essence of all of Advent season, but especially this first week. Um, let's just look at this first verse. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appears. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel, Now notice, it's it's not saying he he has come, it's rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come. Now we know that Jesus has come, but part of the point of the season is to go and and we identify with the sense of longing and the sense of waiting and anticipation that people had in the Old Testament. Um, And uh, they they certainly did have the sense of, of waiting. They wanted, they needed, they knew a Messiah, was prophesied, and they held on to that for a really long time, and so it's difficult to rejoice in the middle of the waiting. the The uh, the prophets of the Old Testament and, and the hymn they acknowledge that we have to wait, which is unfortunate because it's hard to do, right? Right, Inigo Montoya. We all hate waiting, all of us. So. To rejoice in the middle of that waiting is a whole lot harder than it might sound. But here's what, here's what Noah Webster has to say about waiting, or hope, excuse me. Hope is a desire of some good accompanied with at least a slight expectation of obtaining it or a belief that it is obtainable. Hope differs from wish and desire in this that it implies some expectation of obtaining the good uh, good desired or the possibility of possessing it. In other words, hope doesn't just sit around idly. Hope expects the good thing to happen. A wish and a desire can be empty. It can be just like, yeah, I really wish that thing would happen. Well, we wish a lot of things would happen. I wish the Dallas Mavericks would win the NBA Finals again. That's that's not going to happen. So I wish, but I don't really hope because... They're a terrible team right You see what I'm saying? So you can, there's a difference here. Hope, by its very nature, believes and it expects good. And that's what we're called to do. Now, in the Old Testament, uh, as I said, there was an expectation for something really good to happen, but there was a lot of waiting involved. Here's a prophecy from the book of Isaiah. The people walking in darkness Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, uh, will be fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice. And righteousness from that time on forever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. There was a desire for something good, something insanely good. There was a desire for the Messiah. There was an expectation that he really would come, but you know what? There was a whole lot of waiting. This prophecy was given 700 years before Christ came. That's a a lot of waiting, and it wasn't easy waiting they had a whole lot to overcome. He's saying, O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel. Here's what they had to be ransomed from. They really were captives, starting with the nation of Assyria, and then Babylon, two of the most vile and, and violent nations and, and regimes ever walked the face of the earth. And they were the rulers over Israel. and Babylon, Medo-Persia, and then Alexander the Great came in, and, and they became the Greek Empire, and they ruled for years under several different rulers. And then you have The Roman Empire. In other words, you have utter domination over Israel, but they had promises that something great was coming. They had promises that a Messiah was coming and that everything would change. And they waited and waited and waited for centuries through endless empires, endless injustices, endless bloodshed. Where was the Christ? Where was the one who would ascend the throne of David and put an end to all of it? Finally, this man came. Here's an actual photograph of John the Baptist. It's colorized, naturally, because it didn't have color photographs back then. Don't be silly. Finally, uh, John the Baptist came. Uh, He didn't didn't just wait idly. He prepared the way. He actually expected Jesus to come, and, uh, well, here's what happened. As the people were in expectation, there's that word again, And all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I baptize you with water, but he who is mightier than I is coming. The strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. He came, saying, prepare the way of the Lord. I am the voice in the wilderness, saying, prepare the way of the Lord. And he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. (gasps) And there he is. He was active. He wasn't just hoping. He was active in his waiting. And guess what? He really did come. Jesus really does come. Unto us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Jesus arrives in a manger. But he doesn't come to end the world. He comes to restart it from the inside. He doesn't come to finally judge man, he comes to restart man from the inside. He doesn't come to judge the world, he comes to save it. That's the remembering part of Advent. When we look back and we remember the sense of longing, we remember the O come, O come, Emmanuels that were prayed. We remember the coming of Jesus and it all leads up the season of waiting leads up to Christmas when once again we say he has come. That's the remembering part. But Advent also looks forward to his second coming. And this is when it gets real. Oh, come, thou day spring, come and cheer our spirits by thine Advent here. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night and death's dark shadows put to flight. Rejoice, rejoice. Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. You see, we have present longings. We have present unanswered prayers. Anyone living with unanswered prayers? Okay, I am. The world is still broken. Now, Christ restarted it, but we wait for him to complete it. It's not completed yet. All things will be put to right, but not everything is put to right yet. So we're in this season. All we have to do is turn on the evening news and see what a mess the world still is in so many ways. We see the endless refugee crisis, and we cry, Oh, come! Oh, come, Emmanuel! We see the horrific terrorist attacks, and we cry, Oh, come! Oh, come, Emmanuel! We see the continued slaughter of the unborn on our own soil, and we cry, Oh, come! Oh, come, Emmanuel! Emmanuel! We see the un-f- uh, uncertain future with unstable and reckless powers. We see the continued oppression of the weak, and we say, Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. And he shall come. He shall come to thee, O Israel. Here's the promise It shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains. And shall be lifted up above the hills, and all the nations shall flow to it. And many peoples shall come and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord and the house of God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. And he will judge between the nations, and will render decisions for many peoples, and they will hammer their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks, Nation will not lift up sword against nation and never again will they learn war. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Let that day come. You see, that's one of the things that's gonna be set right that all the horrible, endless violence will one day reach an end when he comes. And we look forward to that day. We see the brokenness and we say, this isn't right. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. And we long for that day. And it's right and good to long for that day, guys. It's right and good. It's right and good when you see disease and death to say, come Emmanuel, this isn't right. This isn't what you created the world for. Come and restore, Lord. We're waiting for the day you come and restore. It's not right when you see horrible crimes on television. You don't say, well, that's just the Lord's will. No, you say, come Emmanuel. This isn't right. This is not what you intended for. And we look forward to the day when all is made right. We hope And we believe in spite of what we see. We wait for his coming. This is the condition of the world right now. And this is what we have to see at the same time. You see, this isn't a pie-in-the-sky kind of hope. We hope in the face of this. Dieu, amoureux, et car qui est ton visage contre le mien. Certains se sont faiblir, tu sais que Of people who have fled their homes and have been displaced. This isn't political remotely. This is just the reality of the situation. And we can look at this, and I don't understand all the causes. I don't think anybody understands all the causes or how to fix this. But all we know is that there are image bearers of Jesus Christ that have been displaced and are being killed by the thousands. And we look at this and we go, This this is not right. This is not right. So what do we do? Here's what they're running from, guys. The city of Aleppo it used to be a thriving, beautiful city, and now it's that. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. O come, O come, Emmanuel, we wait for that day. If we wait with no hope, if we wait with no expectation, then what are we doing? We're just killing time. We're just kicking rocks on this planet Waiting without expectation is not patience. You know what it is? Waiting without expectation. There's no hope involved. Waiting without expectation is just loitering. You know, just kind of hanging out. And that's not what we're called to do. You see, we don't live in the Dairy Queen parking lot, we live in a broken world that's going to be made new. And those faces we saw, the image bearers of Christ, there's gonna be a day when, when, when he, Christ comes back and wipes away those tears and turns back injustice on its head. Do you believe that? See, that's the hope that we have. We, we can look square at the ugliness and say, oh, come, Emmanuel. And you know what? Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. It shall, he shall come. Worship team, can you come? So, how do we wait with hopeful expectation? There's the question for us. How do we wait? How do we do this thing? This whole season's about having hope and waiting, and we hate waiting. So how do we do this without going crazy? Well, I think we take a, a page from John the Baptist playbook. First of all, we pray. John spent a good deal out in the wilderness. I think he was an SC, and he would have spent... Uh, probably hours and hours a day pray, second, we prepare our own hearts again for his coming, and finally, by preparing the way, this thanksgiving, like all thanksgivings well this was it was just a wonderful day for our family we were just it was just our family and Ashana Lee, who 's basically a part of our family and we sat and, and we played games and, and we watched the parade until that got really, really boring, which it always does. Um, but it's fun at first and, and then we put music on and we played Dutch Blitz and all kinds of games and from the kitchen was coming the most glorious fragrance of heaven. And the, the turkey and the rolls and the pies and everything is just like, oh. And as we got closer to one o'clock, it started to be go time. And we, we got up, and Emily got the plates, and she starts passing the plates around. We started setting the table, and I snuck into the pantry and pulled out all the wine glasses. And, and, and we, we put the wine glasses all around the table, even for the kids. They're, don't worry, none of us, whatever. There's Martinelli's, and we're, we bored Martinelli's for everybody when we all sat down. And, and, and we knew what was gonna happen, right? We knew. We're getting the wine glasses ready because when we start eating, here's what's gonna happen. People are gonna start making toasts. Especially the little boys, they love to make toasts, and they're going to toast to their mother and the great cook she is. They're going to toast to their sisters and how wonderful they are, and they'll they'll toast to their dad. And they'll ta- because it's all about Thanksgiving, so we prepare the way for the Thanksgiving. You see, it's not there yet; the dinner hasn't come yet, but we know it's coming. So we actively anticipate good. We have an expectation of good, and we walk toward it, and we work toward it. That's what John the Baptist did. He saw Jesus was coming. So what did he do? He did the things that Jesus would do. He called the people to repentance. He called them, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is coming. I'm telling you, Jesus is here. I can't bring you all the way there because he's gonna be the one to do it, but prepare, prepare, get ready because he's coming. That's what we get the opportunity to do. That's even one of the things we get the opportunity to do with Advent Conspiracy is we can say, we can speak hope to the refugees even though we can't hold them with our own arms however much we'd love to, but we can say, there will be a day when Jesus will wipe away every tear and when you won't have these kinds of needs anymore, and where disease will be gone, and war will be gone. And, and you know what we can do is we can pray for you, and we can send a monetary blessing to say, this is what he's going to do. He's going to restore, and we're going to work towards that restoration ourselves. This is how the church waits for his coming. The church waits for his coming, saying, we can't, we can't wipe away every tear, but we can pray for healing. We can pray for healing, and if, he, if for whatever reason healing doesn't come, we can embrace, because the Holy Spirit's the comfort. That's the kind of stuff that He comes and does. And there will be a day when we won't even need that anymore, because there's be no reason for crying. But until then, we do the things that Jesus does. We do the work of the Holy Spirit. That's how we wait. We look devastation and fear directly in the face. We don't flinch at it. We see it. We see the brokenness. We see the disease, we see all those things. We don't pretend it's not there. We can look it in the face because we have him and he's bigger, Amen. you see? We have him, we have hope. We have hope himself. Hope is a person. And so we look at these things and we say, oh come Emmanuel, oh come Emmanuel, we believe you're coming. Let's stand together as we sing through the song again. Oh come Emmanuel, oh oh come. good news for you. The world has a lot of darkness in it, but Emmanuel shall come to you, O Israel. He is coming. He is coming. Let's lift it up loud one more time. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel. Him. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, you don't leave us alone. Thank you that you don't leave us. One more time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you are God with us. Thank you that you have not forgotten us. Amen. Amen. Prayer servant team's gonna be up here. If you have prayer needs for anything whatsoever, I encourage you come up, uh, uh, get prayer, be blessed in the name of Jesus.